Okay. Ray. Les, how you doing? Man, buddy? it's good to see you, dude. <laughs> good to see it's you. It's been man. years and years. I'm Les Carlson. This is Ray Parra. How you doing? I'm from Bloodgood. He's from Sacred Warrior, but he's in Worldview now. Correct. And he's just a great singer. He's a good, awesome. good man. Uh, so welcome, everybody, to Frontline Rewind. Yes.
Well, okay. You know, this is Les Carlson. This is Adele Meisenheimer, and I spoke for you. Yes, thank you, Les. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm willing <laughs> to do that. Where are we? We're here at SoCal Metal Fest. Help me, help yeah. me. What are we doing? In Irvine, California. We're rocking out. I know, and Bloodgood is closing the show, like, really late. It's yeah. It's going to be past my bedtime, but I'm going to be there. Really? you yeah. got to be to bed? I <laughs> no, think I'm going to be at your show. We're done at 1030, so, I mean, that's, you know. All right, Ray. Yeah, buddy. When was the last time we were together? Wow, I would have to say it was when we did the Metal Praise album. Yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago. Was yeah. that Caesar? Yep, Caesar put that together. Um, and there was you and I and some Neon Cross guys yeah. and uh, Rex, Rex Carroll, Carroll and yeah, and Bruce. Was the bass player from Baron Cross there too? I th- maybe um, Jim Laverty? I don't uh, remember. Maybe. Maybe. I'll you have know, to we're, check we're getting up there in age. We might have forgotten. Yeah, I have a good memory, but it's short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, we did some some gigs, Sacred Warrior yeah. and Blood Good. Yeah. Did some yeah. shows together. Yes, we did. Cornerstone. And yeah. Then, uh, Cornerstone. Uh, and my remembrance was always, wow, Ray is such a sweet guy. Man. Oh, yeah. Is well, that true, Ray? Or, I mean, is that you know, name? I'm going to tell you something. Okay. I am who I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I try not to not to be a different person. Yeah, on stage or when I meet people versus, you know, when you meet me on the side, I'm I'm the same guy. You know, and you know what I'm going to say that that's the way it's been because every time I've ever talked with him or been with him, he's always been a great guy, sweet guy. Well, you too, brother. God's good. Yeah, amen, amen. So, um, how many uh, how many years did you tour with Sacred Warrior? Uh, about five years. Yeah, um, we did. We did five years. Then we took a break. Then we got called back to do another festival and we did a few shows and went to Europe and yeah but I would say all together about five years how many albums on Frontline uh, we did five albums on Frontline and then uh, well the one with Caesar was also on Frontline the, the Metal uh, Praise oh yeah album. was it yeah I believe it was yeah so for the old. listeners for the <laughs> listeners if you hear people yelling and screaming we're at a at a festival Southern California Metal Fest metal so we're fest, playing together right. tonight that's right. And uh, so, you know, it's just, it's all part of the live experience, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of so, background noise. Yeah. So how, you did how many albums with Frontline? Um, I think it was five. We did uh, Rebellion, Master's Command, Wicked Generation, and Obsessions. And then they did, they cut, the fifth one was actually like a best of. Yeah, right. So, so right. is that, yeah. Yep. And you toured? You know, like we did, kind yeah, of. Did you have an RV yeah. or something? It was yeah, just like- yeah. We had we had this guy Glenn Mueller, who was um, um, kind of like uh, the guy that ministered to Bruce initially before we all got saved. We were a secular band called Nomad. Oh. And uh, Bruce's boss Glenn one day kind of cornered him. They were painting, <laughs> and they were actually painting a a morgue. And there was a dead body on this cart. Wow. And Bruce... People are dying to get in there. Yeah, that's right. And Bruce was washing his brush, and uh, Glenn slid this dead body on the cart behind him. And Bruce turned around, and he was like, oh, and he freaked out. He was like, whoa, whoa. And then Glenn just started ministering to him right oh. there. That day, Bruce gave his heart to the Lord. You know, and then after that, he led Tony to the Lord, who was our drummer. And after that, they ganged up on me, and, you know, it goes from there. <laughs> And I then, didn't. I didn't want anything to do with it, though. I, I yeah. thought I was saved. You know, I, I believe in God. You know, but yeah. it wasn't. Man, it wasn't legit. You know, right? 
So then the Holy Spirit took over? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We, we, they invited me to church to see a play called Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames. I'm yeah. sure many of you have heard I've of it. Heard it's of real it. popular. Where they take real-life situations, uh, two people flying in a plane, one's saved, the other one's not. They crash. You know, this one goes to heaven, this one doesn't. But when this one went to heaven, the Lord asked them, why didn't you tell Ray? Why don't you tell that guy about me? You know, you just let him die. And then this guy's reaction, why he's in hell. No, oh, why didn't you tell me? You know, it was really, really powerful. Well, right at the beginning of the play, they had uh, they were playing Dallas Holmes, Rise Again. Go ahead, drive the nails through. You know that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm listening, and I was like, wow, man. And being a vocalist, I was listening to the lyrics. And it was just piercing my heart, man. The Holy Spirit just said, now, you know. And the dude went up. They walked him up, and they were whipping him. And he just happened to turn and look at me, and I just lost it. I knew it wasn't Jesus, but just the whole emotion and then the Holy Spirit just taking over. It was just, wow. So I was I was like the second guy up to give his heart to the Lord that night. So you had, I mean, the Lord touched you. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you yeah. knew it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. God's yeah. good that way, isn't he? Oh, man. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is. And then I actually had the honor of leading my wife to the Lord, you know. She wasn't my wife at the time. Um she actually came to see Sacred Warrior in concert, and uh, she said that there was something about me that she wanted to get saved, but she wanted just to pray with me. She wasn't, like, attracted to me, or it was nothing like that. She said it was the Holy Spirit in me that drew her to me, and then here we are well, he 27 knew. years later. Man. How many how many beautiful children do you have? I met we three have, of your boys today. Yeah, we have five boys and one girl, wow. six kids. Oh, yeah, man. Man, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so five boys and one girl, and the yep. girl is well protected. Oh, yes, she is. By the bros. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. So uh, tonight, mm-hmm. um, you and I, I'm actually going to sing in a song with you. You are? Yeah. Right? No, well, told you me. didn't know? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're kidding. He's kidding. No, I'm kidding. Yes, yeah, yes. I'm so honored get, to have you sing with like us. I get like this little snippet in there, and it's great, but... Uh, it's a song called Chosen Few. Yeah, you actually sang it on the album with us. Yeah, that's right. It's great. It just, who would have thought, right? As long as we've been friends that we would be singing on the same album, other than on that praise and metal thing, yeah. you know, but uh, it's just an But honor. then we, we uh, after I went in the studio and did it, mm-hmm. we talked on the phone and we yeah. said, hey, maybe someday we'll we'll be able to do it live together. Yeah. And tonight's the night, folks. Yes. It's exciting. And, and we're doing it tonight as Worldview. Oh, as Worldview, yes. of course, yes. Yes, so here it is. I try to paint a picture I try to help you see Profound and deep For only those who believe Can embrace this life The chosen few have ears to hear Nice to see Only those who receive 
that song right there um, is just such a powerful song. Uh, when George called me to go in the studio, he had already written the music and some of the melody lines. And I was kind of singing them the way he was, had, you know, put them, cut them down and stuff. Uh-huh. And I was just like, man, I'm not feeling that, dude. And I just, I'm, I'm a passionate singer. Like I was telling mm-hmm. you earlier about you, mm-hmm. you know, um, I like to, I like to get in to when I sing. I don't just want to yeah. say a bunch of words. And sure. I told George, I said, let me just try a couple of things. And my God, I just started singing. And uh, most of you don't know this, probably nobody does other than who was in the studio. George and I both were in tears. Ah, uh, we just the Holy Spirit just right there in the studio, man. It was just great, and we we just knew that that would just be amazing. And then we started talking, and I told I told George, I said, "Man, I need to get less on this song," you know. And uh, he's like, "You think he'll do it?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, let's call him up," you know. And I, I kind of figured yeah. you would, you know, and because like I told you, man, this guy, <clears throat> this guy, I had told him earlier, he he sings with so much passion and just. It, it's real it's legit you get it you know it's not a show and after so many years i still get goosebumps listening to this guy there's my phone See? all right well who is it i don't know let's find let's out let's find out this is uh, not a first this oh, is it's a, not? this is a second or maybe a oh third. it's my wife oh well go let's ahead and see. say hi to her tell her you're doing a, a radio hello show. hey they're looking for you at the worldview booth okay oh, i'm hi I'm jesse actually, i'm with we're doing this is Les Carlson. We're just uh, doing a live radio show right now. Oh, okay. And you're on there now too because everybody just heard you. That's Trissy. That's my wife. Okay. <laughs> this is Trissy. <laughs> awesome. I love this. Okay. Thank you. Have a good day. We're All right. I'm going a little bit. Bye. Yeah. Just let Bye. them know Bye. we'll be out there shortly. Thanks. Okay. Bye. I love okay. you. <laughs> I got to tell you a funny story about my wife. This is great. Roger Martinez. Yeah. Sang on one of her songs, The Flood. And uh, we were doing a show uh, at the Warehouse Church in Aurora, Illinois. Roger wasn't there. And we're like, man, we, we really want to do The Flood, but who's going to sing that part? And my wife, this little, tiny little girl, she goes, I'll do it. I'm like, you're going to sing Roger's part? She's like, yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll just do it. I'm like, Okay, so we get up on stage. You ready for this? <laughs> and on the scream part, where, where he was doing his what we call screamo now, yeah. she was doing a recipe. She's like, one cup of butter, one ounce of salt. I mean, it, nobody knew what she was saying, but it it was so awesome, man. She Fine. wouldn't do she, it now. Oh, she's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> but it was just great. It was just <laughs> yeah, it was really really awesome. The flood is on Rebellion on the first album. So here it is. The Flood, Sacred Warrior. Yeah. 
Okay, so Adele, here we are at the Southern California Metal Fest. It's Frontline Records Rewind. I know. Les Carlson and Adele Meisenheimer. <laughs> this is exciting, Les, having not only legendary bands like Blood Good and Recon that's playing as Worldview, but there's also some newer metal bands, and it's, it's a great mix. Yeah, Chaotic Resemblance. Yes. You know, I love those guys. They, they uh, came to my house uh, yesterday, and we had a barbecue, and we swam, and we hung out, and I, I'm really praying that they take the torch, you know, and move forward. And Oz Fox produced them, right? Oz Fox, yeah, from Striper. Right. And Tempest is here. They haven't seen a stage in quite a few years. That's true. So here we are at SoCal Metal Fest, and who walks in but the former host and initiator of Frontline Records Rewind, Brian Healy. Oh, gosh, thanks, Adele. It's so great to be here. Tell me what brought you to SoCal Metal Fest. Well, I got in for free, and I heard there was food. Well, that is good. Uh, no, uh, my friend Mick Rowe, who I have not seen in a long time, uh, happened to run into me on Facebook, like a lot of my connections happen now, and he's back here on the West Coast, and his band Tempest is playing, uh, awesome. and he invited me out, and it just happened to be a day when I had nothing to do, like every other day since I lost my Frontline gig. Uh, <laughs> And uh, it uh, and, it, and it just worked out really well. And I, you know, I saw Michael Bloodgood was going to be here, and I love Michael and Les. And Michael, I haven't seen in gosh, had to be a long, long time. You know, we still talk, so I know we don't spend a lot of time together. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, you don't harbor and, anything against Les. For no, I love Les. Are you kidding? I, I wouldn't have rather. I would, there's no one else I would have rather given it to, other than maybe Casey Kasem, Dick Clark, and about 15 other dead people. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was uh, going to say, it'd be hard yeah, to get dead, a hold of him. Well, yeah, because I yeah. hate competition, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Les is doing good, but he is still breathing. Right. You know. <laughs> so. All right, well, I got a question for you about DAS, yes. Dead Artist Syndrome. I believe you have a gig you're playing at this summer. Yeah, we're, uh, it started out that I was supposed to do a low-key appearance at uh, Gothicon, which is taking place at the Audio Feed Music Festival. Uh, well, smarter PR minds than I... Uh, without hiring me to play, <laughs> added me to the poster. So now Ooh. it says that I'm playing, but I'm basically playing Gothicon uh, in the Asylum Tent, I think it is, at uh, Audio Feed. Uh, and like most festivals, they have no idea what day, what time, or anything. That'll probably happen like uh, a day after I was supposed to play. They'll say, thanks for coming, you were great. And it's like, uh, we haven't played yet. Oh, you're with those guys. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we'll be doing that this summer over Fourth of July weekend in the... Uh, Beautiful city of, I think, is it Champaign or Champlain, Illinois? Uh, Urbana. How's that? Okay. Uh, that part of Illinois. And, uh, yeah, we'll be doing it right there. Uh, I'm doing it with a sort of a pickup band. I'm not using the regular DAS guys because uh, it costs too much to pay and feed them. Yeah. But uh, we're going to start playing some Southern California shows. Great. Uh, and do more live stuff from DAS. Love it. So we, right. it won't be, uh, we're, we're hoping to take off the, oh my gosh, they're playing, everyone go, because I think it's the last gig because I'm going to die. <laughs> we're trying to cycle and do like three or four in a row. Okay, yeah. And, uh, that'll get people there. Right, right. that'll get people It could there. be the last one. Right, could be the last one. Anyway. I, I mean, I've milked that. You're going to see Striper tomorrow? or was Absolutely. That yeah. No, it's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, well, hell with the devil. That's yeah. what I got to say. <laughs> Are you going to interview them at all? 
Oh, in my dreams. Uh, in your dreams, I can get a call into them for crying out loud. They won't yeah. talk to you. Don't talk to me. Well, you know. Hey, uh, speaking of Oz, this band that's playing there right now, right. he produced their album. We should go listen to oh, them. Who is it? Oh, we're going to go see. Resemblance. Oh, I love those guys. Those guys are the best. The first time I saw, Chaotic it was one of the most life-changing shows I've ever seen in my life. All right, you're listening to Frontline Records Rewind with your executive producer, Adele Meisenheimer, and your host, Mr. Les Carlson of Blood Good Fame. And we'll be right back after this.
So you you did some road stuff. Tell me your craziest road trip story. I'm going to tell you one that really, really sticks out in my head. Uh, it was on the Rebellion Tour. Uh, we had gotten Glenn Mueller, the guy who led Bruce to the Lord and all that. His brother hooked us up with an RV, brand new, custom-made with nine beds and everything, wow. right? Um, we paid very minimal to what it should have costed. And we were pulling a trailer behind it and had all our gear in there. And uh, we would we, we always did the tag team thing where one of us would drive, Mm-hmm. And we always had a co-pilot, you yeah, know. Right. Everybody else slept. There was always two people, so you wouldn't fall asleep or whatever. This was before we actually had a driver. And uh, it was probably 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't remember exactly when it was, but uh, Steve was driving, and he noticed that we got a flat on the trailer. So he pulls over. We're out in the middle of who knows where, pitch black. And uh, me and Steve go out there, and we look, and... We looked for the jack for, I don't know, half an hour. Then we realized we didn't bring a jack with us. Yeah, so we're like, all right, we got a spare tire. We got a wrench. No jack. So it's like, let's wake up all the guys, and we'll just lift that thing. So we woke everybody up, and we went out there. And we're like, all right, we're going to lift it up, and Steve, you're going to change that. And we're like, one, two, three, and we lifted it up, and it was pretty light. I mean, it didn't seem that bad. And then his son comes out, uh, Brian, who's like 12 or 13 at the time. He comes out, hey, you guys need help? Oh, okay, I see you got it. And he goes back in, went to sleep. We changed the tire. We went on our way. We were going to Texas. I remember that now. We got there, and uh, we started just talking a little bit. And his son says, who was that guy that was helping you guys lift up that trailer? <sighs> Goosebumps, oh, man. We're gosh. like, it was just us, man. He's like. Oh, there was a guy there, like he had a long coat on and long hair, and and it was it it was we know who it was. <laughs> it was like wow. Yeah, I think that is the best story I've ever heard on Frontline. It was <laughs> records just, rewind. That's it was awesome. just amazing, man. And then to top it off, we got there, and the promoter two shows prior to that. Uh, let me, let me let me preface it by saying this, unless you've been on the road a lot. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times Christian promoters get this attitude of, oh, brother, it's okay. You know, we can't pay you. You know, I know you came and you did a show and, and you know, there was 500 people or 1,000 people or whatever, but we can't really pay you. You know, you understand. Well, that happened to us for two shows uh-huh. prior to that one. And we, we said, you know what? We were going to actually turn around and go home and say, let's not do this anymore, man. We were like $6,000 in the hole. And we said, if we just go back, you know, we'll just, we'll just do that. And we decided to do this show, and we got the flat that night. We get to the, the concert hall the next morning, and the promoter came up to us. He said, hey, guys, I need to talk to you. And we're like, oh, my goodness, man. You know, he says, you know, I was up about a week ago. The Lord, the Holy Spirit woke me up in the middle of the night. And uh, uh, praise God. <laughs> mm. My he said that um, God told him that we were struggling and that uh, we needed a blessing. So. He went to a lot of townspeople and took up an offering 
and he paid us our wage for the concert, and he gave us $6,000 on top of that. (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) See, (laughs) our God provides to me in every way. Oh, my gosh, man. That's awesome. I still get choked up about that because just to see how God takes care of his people. Yeah. You know, he just. He's personable. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And he's, he's personable with all of us individually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and gosh, he allows us to go through these things mm-hmm. so that he can do those kinds of things. Yeah. And, That's yeah. why I struggle with so many people who, you know, they say they have a prayer life, but their real, their prayer life is, is a grocery list to God. Yeah. It's yeah. not a prayer life. It's yeah, not yeah. a, Request. it's God, I need this. Blessed today, I need this. It's not. Imagine how, how your relationship would be with your wife or mine with my wife if that's all our, our relationship yeah. was. You know, I just need this. I need that. You know, I just, you know, so yeah. Yeah. I've, I've learned because, um, you know, our first tour, we toured with Resband. And those guys were, were really the epitome of what it is to be a Christian band on the road serving and living for yeah. Jesus. Yeah. My God. You know, and that had a big impact on us, and we learned a lot from that. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was, it was powerful, man. Well, this is, uh, this is Les Carlson and Ray Para. And Ray, what are we going to do? We're going to play Master's, Master's Command. Command. <laughs> Sacred Warrior. Yeah! 
we just continue to make the music available to people and talk about it here on Frontline Records Rewind in case they haven't heard of it or maybe they need a refresher. Well, they can find all that stuff on iTunes and uh, oh, Amazon. Amazon. Mm-hmm. And there's one other one I always forget. Well, there's Spotify. Spotify. You can yeah. listen on Spotify. And the podcast is readily available if you go to frontlinerecords.us. You are good. Uh it is always up there. As soon as we put up a new one, you'll get it first. And as a matter of fact, you usually get one or two clips in advance that could be from the show or that didn't make the show that's interesting. And this is Brian Healy <laughs> wrapping up another unairable segment of Frontline Records Rewind with your permanent host, Les Carlson. I got a real funny story from the song Miss Linda. Okay. So... Which song? This, uh, Miss Linda right here. Uh, this album was called Wicked Generation. And we decided that we wanted a kind of, not really a concept album, but sort of. And uh, we got we got together with a bunch of people from Japuza, from Jesus People USA. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had a couple of songs that we were going to write. Um, and I started interviewing a lot of people. And... I got a, a, a general consensus from a lot of the people that I had interviewed that they were sexually abused by their parents or their brother or family friend or something like that. So we kind of put this whole album together based around that to show that there's hope. Yeah. You know, uh, well, you need to reach out to people and stuff. And uh, we were in Chicago and uh, we were just walking around. We, we like to do that a lot, just get out and just hand out tracks or whatever and, you know. And we came to this place that uh, had a sign up on the window, and it said Miss Linda. And uh, she was this fortune teller lady, you know. <laughs> and so we kind of all just made fun of it. And I'm like, man, I'm going to write a song about how off these people are, you know, and, and just how evil it is. So Miss Linda talks about that, about the lady saying to one of these girls that I interviewed that, oh, I see you were daddy's little girl. You had a perfect childhood. When it was really all a big lie, yeah. you know, she was just trying to sell a fortune to her that was really yeah. a big lie. Yeah. So this song, Miss Linda, uh, really exposes that. So. So there it is. And here it comes. Miss Linda. Miss Linda. Sacred warrior. Don't let it get you. <laughs> <laughs>
Same album. The very yeah. next track, uh, this song's called In the Night. In the Night, okay. Yeah, we, when we first started out, we used to play in clubs, you know? People drinking and this and that, and um, we kind of got rebuked by a couple of pastors saying, how can you guys be in these clubs? You know, people are drinking and this and that. But the funny thing is, uh, we saw a lot of people get saved and actually become part of our team that we met in these clubs. Excuse me. And uh, what we would tell them was, you know, we minister by night. You know, mm-hmm. we don't we don't wear suits and and just go in and start talking to all these people. That's that's for the pastors or whoever got called for that. But he called us to minister by night. 
and we named the song Minister by Night, and it talks about going into clubs and, and actually what actually took place. We did a show in Germany. We were on tour. We had we had a Sunday off. We had done we had played like Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, and we had Sunday off. And the guy that put us up in the hotel, we actually had the whole hotel in Germany. It was great. Uh, he said, "You guys want to go down to this little bar? They got a little stage there. You know, you guys aren't playing or nothing." We're like, "Yeah, sure." You know. So we went in there, and he started talking to them. The only thing we understood was he said rock and roll and American, right? And so we're like, he's like, you guys want to play? And the guy's like, yeah. And they had a little stage. And the guy said, come here. He took us in this back room. He said, I got another a little bit bigger stage. And he opened up the doors, and it was a huge, huge room. I mean, it was huge. They had a huge sound system. and really? they had Yeah, we didn't even have to unpack our gear. They had all this gear there. We went in there, and we put on a show for six people, including the bartender. And I think three of them gave their heart to the Lord. The guy who was the bartender gave his heart to the Lord that night because we didn't care. We just went full on. And we had talked to this gentleman that was a promoter and said that that bartender um, quit bartending and actually became part of his ministry team uh, in Germany after that. Wow. You know, yeah. So there it is. Here comes Sacred Warrior. Amen.
I, I got to tell you, I was moved to tears with Ray. It was amazing to have him on the show today. Uh, a friend of mine for many, many years. We don't get that much time to talk anymore, but when we got together, it was just like, you know, like there was no time between the last time we saw each other. He's an incredible man of God. He's got a beautiful family, and he's so gifted. Um, it was a pleasure. So I hope you enjoyed the show with uh, Les Carlson, Ray Para at Frontline Records Rewind. God bless you all.